Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It is the return of Phillies today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, April the 11th, and Phillies baseball is back. What a thrill over the weekend, Granite. They didn't finish off the sweep like they, you know, we all hoped they would, but hey, we've seen sweeps to open the season in the past, recent past, that haven't turned out the way we wanted it to, so I'll take it. Ultimately, such a fun weekend of Phillies baseball, such excitement down at the park. We'll get into all of it. I was down there for opening day, and the juice, the energy in the stadium was just, it was awesome, and it was special, and it felt different, and we hope that this season's going to be different. They take two or three to start the season against the Oakland A's. Obviously, so much has happened since we last talked here on this show, an off-season of um, lockouts and CBA discussions ultimately gets resolved quicker than I expected based on where we were at, and then ultimately um, a short off-season that leads to two massive Phillies signings as Kyle Schorber and Nick Castellanos become Phillies the Phillies finally go over the luxury tax. How many times have we talked about that on this show? And uh, set up for what, what led into a, a real exciting start to a season with, with real stakes for this team this season. You know, we've talked a lot the last few years about, you know, finally making the playoffs again. The Now heading into the 11th season without the playoffs, the just longevity of the futility and them and the Mariners, the only two teams in baseball that have gone that long without making the playoffs and blah, 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 blah. And it really felt like and feels like heading into this season that this is finally the year we break that curse. And certainly that's the expectation this year. Nothing less will suffice. That's for sure. As um, you know, they got a real shot and they, they have a fun team. They're going to rake. I know they didn't rake yesterday on a cold day in South Philadelphia, but I think more often than not, the days of the offense going cold are going to be rarer and rarer this season. And and yes, we might be talking about the defense letting us down or the bullpen letting us down or whatever, but I do think that ultimately it's going to be a really fun season and there's a lot to be excited about with the team, what they're doing there. And and again, you know, just a fun team to watch with the way they're going to rake this season. Let's dive into the weekend's action and we'll go through it all and um, it's just fun to be back for a season. And, uh, you know, we do this again, this ride together. And um, hopefully this season ends up being one we have a lot more fun talking about than the last few, obviously, as there have been fun moments for sure. But this year, um, obviously, I think 
both for the fan base and and really the clubhouse, especially with bringing Cassiano and Schwarber in. Castellanos and Schwarber in. Um, I think there's a a different vibe to it, a, a more expectant vibe, and uh, I hope that pushes them through the season. It'll certainly push us as a fan base. I'll tell you that much. All right, let's dive into the weekend's action. As again, it is uh, it's such a thrill to actually have Phillies baseball to talk about, games to talk about, especially again. Uh, after a offseason where at, at certain points there it really felt like the lockout was going to extend into May, potentially into June, and then all of a sudden, overnight, it felt like, boom, we got a deal, we're doing this, we're not missing any games, we're starting the season a week late, but we're playing 162, let's go, and and now we have real Phillies baseball to talk about. Let's start out, obviously, back on Friday, as um, started hot, and uh, the funny enough, the opening day game, just on so many levels, was... Really a microcosm of, of what we expect this season to be coming in. You know, talking about this team coming into the season, we talked a ton about this team's going to mash, they're going to score runs, but we're concerned about the defense, we're concerned about the bullpen, we're concerned about Aaron Nola. And all those things played out to a T on opening day. They score nine runs, they almost give it away with some bad defense, with Aaron Nola falling apart like he normally does after... You know, looking really good for a stretch of of the game, and then kind of just petering out as usual. But but they they pour it on, and they find some ways to score some runs. They win it nine to five. It starts in the most magical of ways. I was down at the ballpark for the game. First and foremost, I had the opportunity to be outside the game prior um, to the game for a few hours, hanging out at, at the WIP tent, and and just got to meet so many. Awesome Phillies fans, fans of the pod, fans of the show, fans of this, fans of that, and um, it was a thrill, man. And and you could really feel the excitement in the fan base, as there should be. Again, we've waited a long time for a a team that deserves our fandom. You know, we're we're great Phillies fans here in this city, but it has been a long time since the team has matched our fandom. You know, we've we've been the ones carrying the torch for a while, and I think this year. You know, we finally are going to get that back, that reciprocation from the team itself. And it felt special on opening day. It was awesome being outside prior to the game, meeting so many people, and then to go in and feel the energy for first pitch, for the start of the game. Every single person was in their seat to start the game. You know what that's like at a baseball game. And, and yes, it's opening day, so there's going to be a little more energy, a little more excitement, a little more people get to the seats. But this one felt different. I've been to... You know, a few opening days in the last few years, the McCutcheon homer day, that was an exciting one. We've had a few, but this one definitely felt different. It felt like there was a a different vibe, an old school 07 to 11 type of Citizens Bank Park vibe. It really was electric in there. And then when Schwarber starts the season off golfing one into right field off of the deck in right field, you know, off the the scoreboard uh, there, the, the sign there. Um, it was it was uh, truly electric in that building. I mean, there's no other word for it. I mean, Kyle Schwarber got a curtain call to start the season. I don't ever remember that happening. That place was out of control when Schwarber hit that home run, and those vibes really carried through throughout the day as the offense kept kind of pouring it on throughout the day in little dribs and drabs. Only Homer was the Schwarber one to start it off, funny enough, but um, really just get it going. Um, but, you know, up 5 nothing at the end of the third inning, the Schwarber homer, then a, um, they get a bunch in the third. Uh, uh, manufacturing runs, an RBI double from Harper, an RBI single from Hoskins, who looked really good this weekend, an RBI single from Didi, 5 nothing. 
Then Nola starts to, you know, be a little scary. Just a solo shot. It's 5-1. And then Phillies add another in the sixth. And then in the seventh, when it starts to fall apart, Aaron Nola lets two runners on base and then gives up a three-run home run to Seth Brown. I had never heard of Seth Brown prior to this game. Um, he kind of shoved that in my face. Then um, some errors. Bryson Stott struggles at third base. A bad throw. Ends up giving up a run at 6-5. We're starting to get nervous, and then the Phillies offense gets it done as they just kind of add on uh, another in the seventh. Nick Castellanos, an RBI double. They had another two in the eighth, an RBI double by Bryson Stott, an RBI single by Schwarber, and they would go on to close it out nine to five. We saw some really nice bullpen pitching today. Familia came in and had a little trouble, ended up getting out of it. Brad Hand helps get out of it. But Sir Anthony Dominguez in the eighth, and then Corey Knable in the ninth, just shutting it down. Sir Anthony looked phenomenal like he looked lights out just sped through a clean inning um you know hitting high 90s the stuff was there it looked easy for him you know the ball just kind of exploding out of his hand that was awesome to see sir anthony's one of those guys who's a real x-factor guy for this team you know again as we talked about coming into the season i think a lot of phillies fans feel like this team's gonna hit and I think you feel pretty good about the starting rotation after what we saw last year. Obviously, the, the Wheeler shoulder injury, he's going to pitch on Tuesday. He probably won't go deep into the game, but, you know, was a, is a concern. Um, but it seems like he's progressing well, as well as could be expected with something like that. Um, you know, Ranger, we'll see him tonight. Excited to see Ranger take the hill. Uh, I feel confident in who we saw last year from Ranger that he could be some version of that guy. Again, you know, I'm not expecting a 1-5 ERA or whatever, but I, I do have faith in Ranger Suarez. You know, Nola is who he is, but the, the stuff is there. Eflin, same thing. Kyle Gibson will get to him, but what a showing on Saturday, but still as a number five starter, I, I really like Kyle Gibson and what he gives this team. You know, I think the the concerns going in are, are the bullpen and the defense, and obviously saw those play out a bit, but... The bullpen itself, if Sir Anthony could be what we saw from him on on Friday, man, it's just going to be such a big thing for this team because, you know, it's just another lights-out type of arm back there and a bullpen that, you know, has some guys, has some arms, but doesn't have a ton of guys you feel can be absolute dominant shutdown relievers. And those are really the two guys we saw on Friday close it out, you know, in Sir Anthony and Knable, and we saw Knable on Friday and Saturday. Um, did give up the run on Saturday, but you know, nice seeing pitch two days in a row. I know Joe Jory doesn't usually allow that. Um, but uh, you know, between Knable and Sir Anthony, you saw on Friday what the back end of this bullpen can look like if those guys are healthy and on. They're both nasty. Like both those guys are 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 ridiculously talented and and can get out some major league baseball. You know, but both guys have, you know, had a history of injuries. Obviously, Sir Anthony hasn't had much history outside of the hot start, and then the injury, we'll see. Uh, but it was certainly encouraging to see what we saw from Sir Anthony on Friday. And then, in the same vein, encouraging to see Knable go out and just be super nasty like I expected him to be. And, you know, just ultimately a, a really a really fun baseball game on Friday. A fun day back at the park. It felt magical. Again, a, a real microcosm of, of what this team of what we expected this team to be, it really played out in full on Friday. You know, the the runs scored, the the defensive struggles, the bullpen make it a little scary. Nola looking great, then falling apart. And, you know, it's still early in the season. You know, maybe should have pulled Nola a little earlier. We'll see how that stretches out. We, You know, with Nola, the stuff's there. He shows it. He looked awesome for a few innings there. Um, and in spring training, we saw it again. And, you know, the peripherals are there. He's going to strike guys out. He's going to have swing and miss stuff. But... 
ultimately he has to kind of get over this little hump, this this inability to kind of consistently go deep into games and consistently finish, consistently find ways to get through these starts without giving up these big hits, these big, you know, innings at the end of his start. And um and again, maybe it's partially on Girardi early in the season, not pulling him earlier, but I think on the whole, you know, we know Aaron Nolan. We know we need absolutely more from that dude because he has been a disappointment the last few years. And if this team is going to really make a run, you know, they need they need his arm. They need him to to pitch better. Um, ultimately, they get out of it, get out of the the start on Friday with a win, nine to five. You're feeling good. We head into Saturday. Kyle Gibson taking the hill, and of course, of course, we would think that Kyle Gibson would go out and dominate. Gibby. A, the story of Saturday, there's no question. We get to see Nick Castellanos' first home run as a Philly, and then we get to see some utter domination from Kyle Gibson. We saw some more home runs. We'll get into it all, but the, the story of Saturday, really, Kyle Gibson um, going out, and again, he is the five-starter for this team. I'm not um, diluting myself off of one start to think that he's more than, than a five-starter for this team, but... Man, if you can get a few of those type of starts from Kyle Gibson this year, I mean, it's all bonus. I mean, he was lights out, seven shutout for Kyle Gibson, 10 strikeouts. The the one guy on the team, the one starter on the team who doesn't have swing and miss stuff is the one who gets by far the most strikeouts on the weekend. Gibby ends up going seven innings, allows two hits, 10 strikeouts. Kyle Gibson. And was just nasty. The split change he was throwing, I mean, falling off the table, um, just looked awesome. Like he really did look nasty, you know, swings and misses again, 10 strikeouts for Gibson was just absolutely locked in as, as great a showing as you could have expected from Kyle Gibson to start the season. Uh, it was more, it was better. It was better than I could have expected from Kyle Gibson. And, you know, Gibby is one of those guys too, where again, he's a five starter, you know, that, that is what it is. We know who Kyle Gibson is. And we saw last year, you know, after a, a nice start with the Phillies, how things can kind of go awry at times for someone uh, uh, like Kyle Gibson, but um, you know, seems like he did a lot of work the off season to work on that new pitch, and um, the stuff was there. He really looked great. Again, I, I'm not expecting him to be more than a six innings, four runs kind of guy for you, but I do think that he's going to be someone you can count on in that five hole. He's going to give you innings, and again, if he can give you those those normal Kyle Gibson starts with even a few of these thrown in just a, a smattering a scattering or whatever of of these kind of the gems in there you're really we're all going to look back on on Kyle Gibson season and be really happy with what he gave the Phillies so um it was awesome to see it was awesome to see Gibby go out and just kind of dominate um on Saturday and again look a bad A's lineup an abomination of a lineup if we're being serious I mean when I went to the game on Friday and I looked up and this is when I noticed Seth Brown I'm like who the hell is Seth Brown and I you know you guys listen to the show I play fantasy baseball, I pay attention to the rest of the league. I, I mostly know the guys in the league, like the vast majority of players in the league I've heard of, at least heard of. Never heard of Seth Brown. He's been fifth for them. I had heard of the other guys that are, I was shocked to see Tony Kemp leading off for a major league lineup, but I know who Tony Kemp is, Billy McKinney, I know who that guy is, but shocked to see him batting second in an opening day lineup. You know, it was a abomination, again, of a lineup. So, you know, you don't want to get too carried away with any sort of pitching dominance you see, but still... A really nice outing from Gibby, and and you know all you could do is line up against the guys you're supposed to line up again and get the job done. And boy, did Gibby get the job done on uh, Saturday in that one. Seven shot out again. Uh, Phillies ultimately win four two. Uh, get it going early. Two runs in the second, uh, in the bottom of the first. Excuse me on a, a Nick Cassiano's first home run of the season. First home run as a Philly. 
just scorched one to center, just smoked it to essentially dead left center right there, just easily gone. Harper scores on it. Um, two nothing Phillies early, and then um, back to backers in the six. No runs for a while, and then we get to the six. Reese Hoskins and Gene Segura back to back, both to the same part of the field, both to like left center, left really. Um, and and Segura's even further. Segura really turned on that one. Um, Segura would also hit a homer on Sunday. Who would have thought that coming out of the weekend with all the boppers we got? Uh, Gene Segura, your leading home run hitter for the Philadelphia Phillies after the weekend. Um, ultimately, though, they, they did need those extra runs there, at least one of them, uh, to make it a little less nerve-wracking as both Jose Alvarado and Corey Knebel give up a run um, in an inning each, but ultimately um, they had a little wiggle room. Uh, 4-2 to two victory, the Phillies win it. And you feel good about it. You know, a solid showing on Saturday there from this team is, you know, win the series. You win the series. You want to see them sweep. We'll talk in a sec, you know, obviously about the disappointing show on Sunday, a uh, disappointing game on Sunday. Um, but ultimately, you know, you want to win series. If you win two or three all season long, you're going to win well over 100 games, like 106 win team or whatever. So um, not that you're expecting that, but it was good to see. Um them take the first two. Yesterday's game a little, obviously, uh, a bit of a disappointment. Just offensively couldn't get anything going. Only three hits on the day. Shut down by Dalton Jeffries, a guy I didn't know much about prior to uh, that one either. But, um, you know, it was a cold day down at the ballpark. And you don't love to see a team not want to be there, but it definitely felt like the Phillies didn't want to be there on Sunday. It was freezing cold. You could see it in the ballpark. Um, everyone all huddled up. Uh you know, um, it gets windy in that park. It was already cold out, and the wind was pretty bad, so I get it. But still, a disappointing showing. Ultimately, uh, no offense whatsoever. Again, only three hits. They get their one run on a Gene Segura solo shot in the ninth when they were already down 4 nothing. Um, Eflin was solid, not great. Eflin goes four innings for you, 68 pitches. Obviously not stretched out enough to go super deep. Doesn't give up any runs. Did get into some jams, uh, most notably a bases-loaded no-out jam where... Uh, gets out of it with a really slick double play, a liner right back to Affling, kind of looks in his glove, and he's like, whoa, the ball's there. That was pretty cool. Throws the second, they end up getting out of that inning. That was great. Um, but it was a little shaky. One of those days where you were kind of waiting for multiple innings for the A's to finally you know, take advantage and score a run, and they end up doing that against Bailey Falter. Pa- Falter comes in for two and a third, gives up two runs, one on a little bloop single, and then a Billy McKinney home run the next inning. Um, I thought Falter was okay, not great. I do like Bailey Falter in general. I think he's going to be an asset for this team and, you know, some soft contact here and there, but but wasn't his day, wasn't great. He ends up giving up two. Phillies would end up giving up two more in the ninth. Damon Jones allows two after. Jones looked really good in the eighth inning, shut him down in the eighth, and then for some reason Girardi brought him back in the ninth. Girardi seems to have this tendency to kind of almost concede these games in a way, down 2 nothing. It didn't make a ton of sense to me, especially with this offense. I mean... This team's going to rake. You shouldn't be conceding games. You shouldn't be, you know, throwing Damon Moore out for two innings, especially with Damon Moore, you know, getting some positive results in that first inning in the major leagues. You feel like, all right, let me take the win, let this kid feel good about himself, and then instead, you know, goes out for that extra inning, gives up a couple runs, doesn't get much help from the defense, the whole thing, and um, ultimately um, the Phillies end up losing 4-1. to one. They add that one extra run. In the ninth on the Segura home run, but but clearly not enough to get it done yesterday as they fall 4-1 to one to the A's in the series uh, ending game yesterday. So they take 2-3 or three from the A's, which again, you know, I'm okay with. Uh, you, know, you obviously want them to sweep every time you want them to sweep, especially a team that's 
not good like the Oakland A's, but ultimately, um, you know, it was a cold day yesterday. So um, the the lack of offense, not a huge surprise, um, especially after coming up from Florida, coming up really nice days for baseball on Friday and Saturday. So maybe you know, that first snap of cold weather kind of got to them a little bit, but ultimately no excuses, a, a poor showing. But ultimately, on the whole, I think you come out of the weekend feeling good. You know, I, I know... Um, you know, it was a bit of a bummer. It was a weird lineup from Girardi yesterday, sitting Alec Bohm for Carmago, who, by the way, uh, Carmago, dude could pick it. Made some really nice defensive plays, so, you know, wasn't upset. Garrett Stubbs gets the start instead of Romuto. Um, just a weird lineup. Didi sits again. But, you know, look, they have uh, 13 straight. You know, they don't have an off day until a week from this upcoming Thursday, so basically playing, you know, the opening weekend straight through the next week and then through the following three days of the next week, so... Um, 13 days to start the season. We know Joe Girardi is going to be careful with these guys. He's not going to overwork his pitchers or his starters. And we saw that with the lineup on uh, Sunday. We did see Romito come into a uh, pinch hit later. Um, but ultimately, a um, you know, I- I'm not going to kill Girardi for this early season stuff. It's a little annoying early in the season. Not see guys just kind of roll out and play some baseball. But I, I understand it. I'm not. I certainly expected it. Um, but ultimately they come out of the weekend two or three and you know, it's not, you wanted it to be a little better. You wanted the sweep, especially cause it felt like the sweep was there to be had. You're kind of staring down the barrel of the sweep after those first two games against a bad A's team. But again, two or three, if you keep winning two or three, you're going to be in very, very good shape. And ultimately, you know, I think you look at what this team can do the way this offense can run. And I think you, you have to feel excited about where this team is at heading into the season will get a, a real nice taste starting tonight, a, a series against the Mets right away. We'll dive into that in a minute. Um, but I think ultimately, again, you come out of the weekend feeling hopeful, feeling excited about this team that looks like a major league team they, they can hit. Um, and I think that, you know, yesterday was more the uh, the anomaly than the two days before. I think this team is going to win more games than they lose for sure, um, though I know that's a statement that is not always... Um, you know, not always true with the Phillies, certainly the last decade, but um, I do feel good. I really do feel good about where this team's at. I feel hopeful. I feel positive, and I'm really excited to see the Mets come down, come to town um, for this early season series. You know, um, I, I think it's going to be good. The Mets uh, lose to the Nats uh, yesterday, too, so, you know, the Nats might be worse than the A's. The Nats lineup is horrendous. Mike Franco, our old buddy, starting for the Nats. That's how bad it is there. So, um It'll be fun to get some games against the Nats as well, um, but it should be interesting to see the Mets come to down as uh, you know this uh, early early show into two of the teams will obviously be competing for the division when it's all said and done. So um, just a really fun weekend of baseball. You know that's my my big takeaway is is being back at the park, getting to see the Phillies take the field for opening day, watching baseball weekend, just having other baseball games on my TV, watching. Vlad Guerrero and the Blue Jays beat the snot out of Spencer Howard. All that stuff is just, um, it's awesome. It's really awesome to have baseball back again. I know I said it before, but there were times during this lockout when I, I didn't know when we would get baseball back, and I certainly didn't think it would be early April. So to have these games to be at it in early April feels um, feels really awesome. Um, all right, let's take a look ahead at the upcoming schedule for the Phillies. Again, is no off day until next Thursday. Uh, as it's a straight shot, and it's um, you know they're 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 it's a pretty manageable schedule in April, um, but also you know there is some travel, all that stuff. So three at home against the Mets to start the week, 
Tonight, it's Ranger Suarez against Taiwan Walker. Then tomorrow, Zach Wheeler against Tyler McGill. Obviously, we don't get a deep Wheeler start, but McGill's pretty good, too. Um, and then on uh, Wednesday, day game, 105-er, Aaron Nola versus Max Scherzer. That one's going to be awesome. That's one to really lock in on. And then they go to Miami for a three-game, uh, a four-game set in Miami uh, Thursday through Sunday. Then out to Colorado, the House of Horrors for the Phillies. As three in Colorado through April 20th, then that first off day of the season before coming home for a weekend series against the Brewers. Then Colorado comes down, so you get six games against Colorado and nine game stretch. Excuse me, seven, uh, as it's a four-game series against Colorado that time. That is great to see as the Rockies are a bad baseball team. So the Rockies come to town for four, then to New York for three, Texas home for two, New York home for four, and we roll into May. So a very manageable April for the Phils. They just got to take advantage, and it starts tonight. At home against the New York Mets with Ranger Suarez on the hill. It's going to be a fun one. I'm really excited to see what Ranger has. Ranger, one of those guys who, you know, was so great last year, but also so much better than anyone expected from him. So it's going to be fascinating to see what he has this season and see who the real Ranger Suarez is. I'm very hopeful with Ranger. So big one tonight. We are back. The Phillies are back. Phillies today is back. It's all just a beautiful thing. And, um, and we'll watch the Phillies play with Mets tonight. It'll be exciting. And, and let's win this game and go to 3 and one and forget that loss to the A's and we'll all be feeling good. So big one tonight against the Mets. Ranger on the hill down at Citizens Bank Park. A 6.45 start. Remember, earlier start for some home games this year during the week. So um, uh, definitely get to the TV a little earlier and, uh, or the radio. And, uh, and we will react tomorrow as uh, Phillies Mets tonight. We'll be back to talk about it tomorrow as we are back. Phillies are back. This is exciting stuff. So until tomorrow, thanks for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's better After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.